The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome, everyone, and thank you for, first and foremost, being an intentional spirit and being a difference maker in the world with the ways that you show up and, and share your light. And as we say so often, uh, be the change. And often we know that it's what we bring to the world. So whatever we are seeking is what we want to bring to the experience. Speaking of that, today we have a wonderful guest with us representing the World Peace Caravan, Susan Johnson. And Susan has dedicated so much of her life to highlight, to enhance, to bring to the awareness, the importance and value of peace, not only locally, but globally. Welcome to our show, Susan. Thank you for being with us. Thank you. It's great to be here. (laughs) Well, tell me, you know, uh, uh, often our listeners... They want to know a little bit of history, a little bit of background of how you got to be an intentional spirit. Because for some of us, it took us a few years to go on life's journey uh, to really have our paths shaped in such a way that we knew what our purpose would be or what we would be you know, passionate about. How did your life change in such a way or become enhanced in such a way that you wanted to be part of the World Peace Caravan? Uh, it's it's really a fun question because I, I actually had this conversation with my mom not too long ago, and I you know we were talking about the fact that I was involved with the World Peace Caravan, and she said, you know, Sue, she said, ever since you were little, we always knew that you would do these type of things. And I said, really? And she said, well, you know, you spent a lot of time with your grandmother when I was in the hospital with your sister, and when she brought you back home and said, wow, it's been a great two months, she said, she's going to be a bell ringer. And my mother looked at her and said, well, what do you mean she's going to be a bell ringer? She said, she's going to be just like your grandmother. She's going to be like the gal out with the Salvation Army ringing bells. I'm telling you, I see this in her future. And so (laughs) all those years later to hear that story, I had to laugh. So I I guess I was kind of born this way and and have kind of grown into um, really being very passionate you know, I've always been a volunteer. I, I've been involved in many things, be it from, um, you know, community, schools. Um, I worked for the local zoo, running one of their largest fundraisers for many years. I'm on the board of the Animal Rescue League here, um, uh, their, their development board. And I've always been interested in, in giving back, um, creating awareness, and doing something that I felt was really good for the earth, the planet, and for people. And about two years ago, it's probably just about two years ago now, I was in a room listening to a presentation by a gentleman by the name of D. Gary Young, and he mentioned a vision that he had to host something called the World Peace Caravan, and he saw people from all over the world coming together 
traveling uh, in a camel caravan like the Queen of Sheba did when she went to make peace with King Solomon from Petra, Jordan to Jerusalem, Israel um, in, in 2015. And I looked at my sister who I was at the presentation with and I said, I have to tell you, that really resonates with me. I just find that so fascinating. And we <laughs> happened to see you again the next month. And again, I looked at my sister and I said, I have to tell you, I, for some reason, I'm just really drawn to this. I, I've got to learn more about it. And she said, sure, we'll go on. It'll be great. No worries. And in March again, I've gone back to a different presentation. We happened to be there. And I looked at my sister and I said, I'm telling you, I am just so drawn to this. I, I think what I'll do is I'll, I'll give my resume and let them know that I do fundraising. Um, I managed to turn my resume in and, and got a call. And then within about, I would say, 11 months of having come on as a fundraiser, I actually turned into director of operations. So it, it kind of became a passion and actually changed my whole life around. I, you know, I've worked with my sister for years and done other things and have given everything with that up to work on the World Peace Caravan. I, I just find it such a, uh, an amazing journey. That's so, that's so a little cool. Bit about my background, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that 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 that's so cool. It, it sounds like to me when you were describing yourself, and perhaps you know the the um, terminology. You, you sound like an old soul. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, I don't know if there is a book about old soul people. If there's not, there there needs to be um, because it's 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 those of us that we we seem to. First of all, we take our our the fact that we're on the planet. We take it very seriously. Um, it always fascinates me, uh, Susan, when when people seem so disconnected and separate from not only nature but from the need to have some kind of co responsibility with the planet that blesses them with life. Are you fascinated with that? It, it, it seems to me that it's just a it's a natural, organic process that because we're here, we, we have some sense of, I guess the best word would be some sense of obligation um, to give back or to give forward, you know, whatever word we want to use. What's your, what's your philosophical feeling about that? That is totally my feeling, and I, I really believe that everyone needs to give back, even in a small way. I mean, many people feel that they have to do something really grand or something big, but there are many ways that you can give back in a small way that help pay it forward. And, and what knows, you know, they talk about the, the, the rock and the pond that forms the ripple that becomes the wave. Just even little small things make a big difference. And in raising my own children, I brought them up to know that giving back is a certain part of you being part of the world. I think it's just... I think it's very important, and I think that it, it not only helps the people around you, but I also think it helps build your own, uh, your own soul, your own well-being to give back. Mm, absolutely. And it's just, um, when we think about it, I think you made a great point that, you know, often uh, people are thinking it needs to be something grandiose. Or, or people will say, well, if I ever have any extra money, I'm going to give to help the child in, in Romania. Or, you know, if I ever get extra time off from the office, then I'm going to go and support. And I, I think that often in the making it big, we, we make it nothing. Exactly. Um, we, used 
we we use a term and I I'm not really sure if it's a southern term or if it's a church term um but it's many hands make light work and I love that my grandmother <laughs> Did your grandmother say that? She did. That was one of her favorite things. <laughs> That's why it's coming out of me today, then. She must be with us. But uh, <laughs> it, if you look at that, it's, it's, it's physically, it's light work. And the other way, so I'm thinking, oh, this would make a good, good sermon sometime. <laughs> Many hands make <laughs> light work. It's also about being a light worker, isn't it? So it's both Absolutely. and. Um, which is pretty pretty fascinating, but we'll save that talk for another day. But <laughs> when if if people would just do something uh, simple, you you like animal rescue, and I'll give you an example. I've talked about this one other time on our show that I was going to the county commissioners in our county and saying, "Why can't we dream big? You know, why can't we dream big and see our whole city as being a non-murder city for?" Um, you know, domesticated animals and what would that look like? And as I was on my way home, I thought, well, that was a nice speech. You know, that, that made a lot of sense. And I was very impressed with you, but I was kind of hearing my inner voice go, well, what are you doing enough of? And it occurred to me that our spiritual community was having what we called a pet ministry. And though I had individually brought animals from Brazil and some other things, as community, pet ministry meant once a year blessing your animals. And so what we did is we opened up our community every Sunday uh, when the hundreds of people are flocking through there. We have uh, odd Sundays for, for cats and even Sundays for dogs. And in a year, we've adopted out 70 animals. Oh, that's great. So that's great. just an example of us as people stopping, looking, and thinking, what is this one thing that I could do or represent that would pull some of these ideas together? So when you first started talking about the peace caravan, when you felt like, okay, this is this is mine to do, or I definitely want to be involved with this. Explain the the process with us and all about it. I know that you have young ambassadors and a lot to say about this subject, but uh, talk about your passion. Sure. So the World Peace Caravan is, is a really incredible movement. It started with a dream. Um, again, you, I've mentioned D. Gary Young. Um, he's very involved in um, studying the Middle East, the old frankincense trail, again, the, the journey that the Queen of Sheba took to um, visit King Solomon to make peace. Um, in that, he became so enamored that he wrote um, a novel called The One Gift. It basically is a historical novel about the Queen of Sheba's journey. And then he decided to film a documentary on it. He actually has hosted camel caravans over in Egypt and in Jordan. After he did all this, he started having a dream about inviting the world onto a caravan so that they could learn to, about each other, working side by side, traveling together, and it became very vivid. He's had the dream three times, and, and he knew that he needed to do it. And when he was hosting the camel caravans um, over 
in, in Egypt and Jordan, on the very last one that he hosted, there was a really large sandstorm. And everyone on the caravan had to work together to hold down the tents to keep the animals safe, to make sure that everybody lived. It was, it was a pretty big sandstorm. And one of the things that he noticed, that Gary noticed, was that before the sandstorm, there were people from all over the world that were participating in the shooting. You know, they were from Germany and Australia and Egypt and Jordan and the United States, and that people kind of kept in their own little groups that they knew. When this particular sandstorm hit and everybody had to work together, after everyone was safe and it was all calm again, he noticed that all the barriers were down. People that had barely even spoken to each other over the past couple of days were now best friends. They were laughing. They were joking. They were having conversations. They would had to stare and hold down the tent or keep a camel safe. And it broke down all those barriers. And he knew that through these dreams, he was being told that he needed to offer an experience where people could learn to break down those barriers. They could travel. They could, they could enjoy uh, life on that camel caravan, that they could have campfire activities, that they could sing and dance and, and be in an environment that they knew was safe to ask the questions that you've always wanted to ask. If you're traveling with someone for so many days and you're on a peace caravan and you know you're traveling with people from around the world, you go knowing that you're open to questions. And that ability for me to sit next to someone from maybe Germany or Africa or Brazil or whatever and have those really cool conversations that are sparked by education and cultural events and, and learning about the region and different foods and things like that, it, it gives me the, the, the opportunity to learn that, you know, you might dress differently and you might speak a different language, but you know what? We're basically the same. We enjoy the same things. And maybe even I'll have that opportunity to ask you, you know, I'm really curious, you know, why do you practice like that or, or, or you know, what does, what does it mean when you wear this or, or those type of things? So it's an opportunity for the world to come together in a place that's so fascinating with so much history and enjoy something that hasn't been done in probably 3,000 years, which is an actual camel caravan. So fascinating. And, um, you know, when we talk about, you know, a lot of people say, well, gee, Sue, what does a World Peace Caravan look like? So there's a great opportunity for you to travel. On the morning of December 20th, um, we will actually have said goodbye to our animals in Jordan. We'll board buses, and then we're going to tour to the Dead Sea. Um, we'll actually take in Lot's Cave, the Dead Sea Museum. Uh, we'll visit the baptismal site, and then we'll check in to the World Peace and Health Conference, which is held on the Dead Sea in Jordan. Beautiful, beautiful spot. Um, the, uh, the caravan participants will spend the next three nights. Um, staying at the Dead Sea, and actually being a part of the World Peace and Health Conference. We have amazing speakers from all over the world that are coming. They will be talking about um, peace and how we've gotten to where we are, the role of women in peacekeeping. Uh, it will be how health affects peacekeeping. And then our youth ambassadors, which I'll explain in a, in a little while, um, will actually have a, a session on how youth are involved in peace today and what they believe the future of peacekeeping is. Um, we have it's a, a time when they have a global meditation. We're working with a group to actually host a global meditation. Um, and then we'll wrap up by giving away two awards to two outstanding individuals, uh, both an adult and a youth, who are doing amazing things in peacekeeping. So that's wow, just a, that, a, a, that sounds so, so exciting. 
Um, everyone, I'm talking with uh, Susan Johnson today. And if you have time during our our brief break, please join us on worldpeacecaravan.org. Uh, you can see some images, uh, some photos. This is going to be a tremendous gathering and an immense celebration. I'm Temple Hayes, and you're listening to The Intentional Spirit. We have various interests of people that are intentional, that are making a difference all over the world. And Susan Johnson is one of those people, as she is representing the World Peace Caravan. Thank you so much for all of your um, sharing of our Unity Online Radio. Appreciate you sharing our messages with Unity, your friends, your connections, your social media. It's because of you that we are able to reach over 130 countries and touch with this enlightening message that we offer. We'll be right back after this short break. Unity Online Radio brings you inspiring programs on a variety of spiritual topics. Giving to the network is now easier than ever. Simply text Unity Radio to 72727 from your smartphone. You can make a one-time or recurring donation. Your gifts help us offer enriching spiritual programs that reach listeners around the world. Text Unity Radio to 72727. Thank you for your support. ever find yourself stuck slow down and breathe bring to mind a person who you admire ask yourself what actions would they take would they make a list of possibilities how about making a list of the things that they're grateful for here's another reaching out and asking the person you admire for guidance finding yourself stuck is similar to being in a dark room with messengers of fear invading your goodness Pick yourself up, cut a hole in that wall, and let the light in today. Get more inspiration. Listen to Clarity 101 with Glenda Gibbs on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Central Time. Take the first step. You're worth it. Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at theintentionalspirit at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here is your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at theintentionalspirit at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here is your host, Reverend Temple Hayes.
And welcome back, everyone. If you're just coming on with us, we're talking with Susan Johnson. She's the director of the World Peace Caravan. Um, it is an amazing, incredible nonprofit organization founded by D. Gary Young. And their goal is to foster an online youth community to provide young people everywhere a platform to share ideas, valued opinions, to voice their opinions and educate learn from their peers. What an amazing opportunity as they have a tremendous trip planned at the end of 2015. Now I know Susan, some of the people that are listening and the trip that you're taking and the camels and the journey, uh, this journey that was taken 3000 years ago, I'm sure there's many people listening going, wow, how do I get to be a part of that? And how do I make that more practical in my life to be able to travel of this magnitude. Um, can you give us a little insight about that? First of all, they want to go to the website, but do you have any kind of plan package uh, to help someone go? Great question. We do. They go to the website, and on the, uh, the navigation bar at the top, they can click on Caravan. They can click on the registration site. And what will happen is it will bring up all of the options. We have several packages. So we have the full 12-day we have an eight-day Jordan experience. It's Jordan and the conference. We have a seven-day, which is the conference, and then the Palestine Authority in Israel. We have just the Palestine Authority in Israel or just the conference. So there's a variety of packages that people can do, knowing that not everybody can take two weeks out of their life but really want to be a part of world peace. The other thing we have, which is just so great, is that we offer a payment plan. Between now and March 31st, if they were to sign up, and the, the pricing is very reasonable, we've kept it so that it is affordable, um, they can actually package that into eight individual payments over the next eight months. So it makes it affordable, and you can pay a little bit at a time, which is wonderful. And if there's any questions, they can always contact us. Our, um, our website um, has the information link on it. It's info at worldpeacecaravan.org. We'll be happy to answer any questions that anyone has about traveling. That's great. So please take the time and go to uh, the website so that you can, at World Peace Caravan, so you can find out how you could be part of that trip. Susan and I have already put it in your calendar. Right, Susan? <laughs> That's exactly it. And it is, again, just a wonderful opportunity to, to travel to a place that you might not normally travel to with like-minded people and experiencing really a truly historic event. I mean, we have, we've been to visit all the different countries. They can't wait for us to come. They're looking forward to providing us with everything that we need to, to, to really provide a safe, fun, um, and educational opportunity for world peace. That sounds fascinating. It absolutely does. Well, talk to us about the, uh, I love the involvement with the youth. Um, you know, often people will say young people are our future. To me, they're our now. It's not mm -hmm. some future, it's not some future reality. Their ideas, their concepts, uh, they're not occupied with a, with a mortgage and a lot of other decisions. So their minds are clear and fresh and they're very creative and uh, helping us come up with solutions and alternatives to make our world a better place. So explain to us uh, what you're doing with that. Sure, and, and you're absolutely right. The youth are the now and they are the future both. I mean, 
one thing that, that you know, uh, that Gary Young knew and that the team that's here knows is that there are so many amazing young people out there making a difference, and they come from a different energy than the rest of us. They've grown up in a very different world than, say, somebody like myself who is, you know, middle-aged, very different world. It's more social media. It's more immediate. There's more contact. And they have the ability to really drive some amazing things. So we created our, our World Peace Caravan Youth Ambassador Program. Uh, the program's director is Kelly Sullivan Walden. Um, she is a dream expert and host of the Dream Project, which is a, um, a program that went into community schools, particularly in the Los Angeles area, and worked with the Millennium Development Goals. So what we've done is she's created a new program based off the sustainable goals, which are um, set forth by the United Nations. So we did an international search. We looked for youth ambassadors that had passion, that were involved in world peace, that wanted to make a difference, and that were, were ready to commit to a year-long project. We had, oh, I don't know, a, a lot of applications, amazing, amazing youth, and they're all ages from 16 to about 25. The, um, the final 12 that we selected, and it was a very difficult selection, come from 11, uh, 10 different countries. Um, they come from Uganda, Kenya, Mongolia, um, Nepal, Bhutan, Guatemala, the United Kingdom, um, the United States. Just an amazing, amazing group of young individuals. And they're all doing very incredible things in their own countries. Um, they are involved in a year-long program. We host a conference called Twice a Month. We chose six of the sustainable goals, and those cover things like eradicating poverty and hunger, healthy lifestyles for all, equality within and between borders, um, sustainability, the role of women and, and empowering women, some really amazing topics. And every month, One Youth Ambassador will work with Kelly they host a conference call talking about the sustainable goal and how they are impacting that particular sustainable goal in their own country. They follow up with a phone call, a conference call two weeks later. They talk a little bit more about what's going on with that sustainable goal. They might invite a guest speaker on, um, and then they'll talk a little bit more about the projects they're doing. They're also working with the hero's journey and teaching people how becoming a hero is an actual journey, and they'll go through those 12 steps over the 12 months. The uh, calls are all posted on the back of the website. We hosted our first call in January. So listeners can go to our website. They can go to the World Peace Caravan Youth Program, and they can actually listen to that first phone call and every phone call over the month. They're actually hosted. Um, if they're interested, they can contact us. We do have seats available so that they can be a part of it. And then each one of those youth ambassadors is actually hosting a community service project over the next year based on the sustainable goal that they're working on. It's amazing. Um, just a, one of the, the really cool things is that we have, uh, again, folks from all over the world. And, and after the first conference call, we got a, uh, a message from one of our youth ambassadors. And she said, you know, she said, my life is so hard sometimes. Every day I come home, I never know whether... I'll actually make it home alive if my family will make it home alive. She goes, I've really, really had little hope left in the world. She said, and I thought this was an interesting opportunity. She said, just after our first phone call where I met these other youth ambassadors, she said, I could feel my stereotypes crack. She said, I, I, it's given me so much hope to be with 
11 other people still committed to world peace and knowing that there is good there out in the world. So this program is already changing lives and, and such a great way for young people around the world to get involved in world peace and see what other people are doing. It's uh, you know, really, really fascinating. So people can get involved interactively with the World Peace Caribbean Youth Ambassador Program. Um, we're also creating a junior youth ambassador program where um, the youth ambassadors will work with a group that's a little younger. Um, we're in the process of creating that. They will also be involved in the sustainable goals and we'll get them involved in their own communities in working toward world peace, um, potentially with one of those sustainable goals. So we're trying to make a difference throughout the world and then we'll eventually turn this into a program that people can use after the World Peace Caravan has ended in December 2015. So a way to take it forward. If you wanted to take a look at who some of those youth ambassadors are, if you go onto the website, you can see bios on each one of those youth ambassadors and where they're from. Um, again, some really fascinating youth from around the world. If you have any, any other questions about the youth ambassadors, you're certainly welcome to, again, contact us at info at worldpeacecaravan.org and we can help you get involved in either the junior, junior Ambassador Program or learning more about our Youth Ambassadors. Um, the Youth Ambassadors will also be a very interactive part in our conference. They're going to actually ho help co-create some of the content that goes on um, with the Youth Ambassadors. They will travel with us, um, so people will actually get the opportunity to meet them side by side as well. Now, some people have asked about, you know, do I need to rent a camel? Can I walk? And those kind of things. If you're interested in traveling on the World Peace Caravan, you are certainly welcome to um, opt for a camel or a horse, and there are donkeys also available when we travel in Israel. Uh, but you're also welcome to walk. And then people ask, well, if I'm camping out, you know, what does that mean? Um, when you register, you will be given your tent, your sleeping bag, and your air mattress. You'll go through a number of little mini camp trainings on how to set your camp up, campsite protocol, desert safety, um, and things like that. Uh, you'll pack your stuff up every morning. It'll be loaded onto trucks and taken to the next campsite. And you'll walk the actual caravan trail that we've set out. It does follow along the old frankincense trail. Uh, we will burn frankincense 24-7 while we're on the trail. It's very meditating, very enlightening, very uh, very opening. So that's really a fabulous way to, uh, you know, to experience the, the trail. And then we will have um, portable showers and bathrooms that will follow along the trail as well. And then for those that, you know, want to participate but don't feel they might be able to walk the entire time, we will have buses that will travel along the journey with us so at any point you can opt out and, and be taken to the next campsite. Once we get into, um, we cross, we finish the World Peace and Health Conference, we will actually cross over into, into the Palestine Authority. Um, participants will get the opportunity to visit Jericho, uh, the oldest city. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, we'll then camp out two nights in the Judean desert, and then on December 25th, we will actually do our camel caravan right into Bethlehem. So you'll have the opportunity to, to caravan into Bethlehem on December 25th. We'll do a, a lunch there. We'll do an afternoon celebration, and then we'll spend two nights in Jerusalem. Um, one of the really ambitious projects that's part of the World Peace Caravan is on the morning of December 26th, we are working with the authorities in Bethlehem and Jerusalem to actually host a peace walk between the two. So walking from Bethlehem to the city, where then people will get a tour of the old city um, with a guide explaining more of the history and that behind, behind Jerusalem. 
which is just absolutely fascinating. It's a magnificent city. And then we wrap up the entire caravan with our World Peace Concert. Uh, there's a brand new arena in Jerusalem. Um, we have taken that out on the night of December 26th, and we will host a, a grand concert where we'll bring it all together and wrap everything up and, and celebrate truly 12 days of peace. Well, I, you know, earlier I wanted to add that you're so right. I mean, when you, when you add people, uh, this great uh, mixture of people from all over the world, from all faiths, all walks of life, with a common thread and a common goal, it's, it's life-changing. It, it really is. It, it just gives you the opportunity to, to realize that, that people are the same. You know, we, we might be different in our own ways, and that's okay, but then in many ways we're the same. And, and the one thing I've learned through all this is that although we're different, everybody wants the same thing. Most people in the world want world peace. Yes, there are those that, that, that you know, have a different theory, but really when you look at the general population and most people, they really would like world peace. And, and doing something on a smaller level, um, again, when we talk about that ripple effect, what a great way to do it. So whether you, you come on the caravan or you, you know, we have a, a world ceasefire petition, you do something small like, like signing that, that's really something big, or you travel with us and, and be able to bring that change back to your own community, it's, it's just a great opportunity. Yeah, and, and sometimes I feel that that's one reason that we often feel or we sense um, a subtle universal grief because I think deep within all of us we know it's possible and we know that it, it doesn't have to be so hard for us to achieve it, but often we feel lost in how can we be part of the greater picture while at the same time take, taking small steps and actions, but we really know it's possible. And I think that's why we feel such uh, incongruency sometimes, don't you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and again, and, and just in working with the youth ambassadors alone and, and, and having introduced kids from different countries together and seeing the bond that they've created right away, you can feel the hope in them. Um, it, it, it's amazing. You know, um, we created a, a, a media correspondent team, a social media correspondent team with some of the folks that you know, didn't get selected as a youth ambassador but were so outstanding and wanted to be involved. And there's three young girls in particular from three different areas that have created a very close bond, and, and they really feel that their lives are better because they met each other and that they lift each other up and have given each other hope in their own way. It's fabulous. They are just so filled with... I mean, they make certain ideas seem so simple. Don't, don't you find that? I mean, I, I find the youth fascinating with how they hold oh. of what we can do and what is possible. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And, and again, the more, you, the more you, you, you get involved in something like this, you realize that they're everywhere. I mean, there are just so many outstanding young people, not only on that grand scale, but also on those smaller scales. You know, we've heard from many youth that are doing just little things in their own community that are making a big difference. They, they have a lot of energy. It's great to see it channeled. And I want to encourage all of you to go on worldpeacecaravan.org and sign the UN petition supporting the World Peace Caravan. And also, so many people love making videos now. So I just want to highlight the fact that you can send in your video on what peace means to you, and maybe it will be featured on, on their website. 
I'm Temple Hayes, and we're talking with Susan Johnson. She is the director and an ops manager of the World Peace Caravan. It's going to be coming up in December, but so much more than that that this movement and organization is doing. We'll be right back after this short break. If you like these types of messages that you're hearing, please visit us at unitycampus.org or templehays.com. We'll be right back. Wellness expert, Dr. Michelle Robin on healthy living. In the game of wellness, there's some basic habits that you need to embrace in order to live a well life. In her book, Wellness on a Shoestring, Robin shows you that complete wellness of body, mind, and spirit doesn't have to cost a fortune. Client Eddie Penrice turned his health around with Dr. Robin's Seven Habits for a Healthy Life. I've got to say my body just embraced the change. Besides feeling better, looking better, thinking more clearly. Many of Robin's seven habits for a healthy life are simple and free. She offers tips and shares real stories from clients like Eddie, who've incorporated the habits into their lives and seen the results. You can make this change by being convicted that you will do it, that you don't need anyone else's assistance or help to do it. Make this the year you get healthy. Discover a low-cost, attainable path to feeling better than ever. Order wellness on a shoestring today at www.shopunity.org. God is formless, yet takes many forms. What goes around comes around. Chant the name of the Lord and be free. No one comes to the Father except through me. Ever been confused by the variety and apparent contradiction within world religions? Join Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday for insight into those principles held in common by all the great religious traditions in world spirituality, exploring the unity within all cultures and faith traditions. Using discussions, interviews, humor, insight, and Practical advice, we will clarify the confusion and reveal simple yet profound truths. Call in with your questions and ideas and help break down the barriers that separate us from one another. That's World Spirituality with Paul John Roach, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. You've seen reality TV. Well, now get ready for reality radio. It's raw, unpredictable, and completely unscripted. Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels follows the lives of four people each season as they face their fears and overcome challenges. Listen in weekly and follow along as they take each faithful step on their journey. Learn what it takes to really heal your life. Dr. Chris Michaels shows you how to expect specific and measurable results from prayer. He says, we must place a demand upon consciousness. We don't hope to get what we pray for. We expect it. As a 25-year veteran in the New Thought Movement, Dr. Chris has helped thousands of people find their way to success and healing. His faith is unshakable, and his commitment to helping others heal through the power of prayer is extraordinary. Don't miss Reality Radio, Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels. Live Mondays at 11 a.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? 
Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit. Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome back, everyone, and thank you for being with us today. We are all learning so much about the World Peace Caravan and the movement of World Peace due to the information and the great conversation coming from Susan Johnson, who is the Director of Operations for them. What a journey, um, Susan, and what, how, ex- I'm so excited for you in this project and uh, your involvement with this. It sounds like such a good fit for you. I, I have absolutely loved it. I, you know, I'm one of those people that have done many things in my life from being a tour hostess to working in travel and tourism to fundraising and events. And, and so this has really given me the opportunity to kind of take many things in my life and, and put them all together, yet in a, in a very big challenge. It's certainly a big project. So we're looking at many different angles. We're, you know, wanting people to go to the World Peace Caravan, worldpeacecaravan.org. Find out about the trip in December. There's various packages. There's time frames in which people can go if they feel like they can't have uh, the entire two weeks. And yet what we know is this is an ongoing movement. So if somebody, the few out there, already have plans doing something else in December, tell us what are other ways that we can become part of this um, great process. Sure, and there's so many ways people can get involved. Again, as you mentioned, they can go on and post a video. Um, we have a very act- interactive Facebook page. We have the World Peace Caravan Facebook page, and then we have the World Peace Caravan Youth Ambassador Program page where they can go and be interactive with our youth. Um, we're looking for people to get involved by posting what they're doing, the projects they're doing. If you know that there are, are you know, people, children, kids, communities doing something great, Go to one of our websites and let us know. We'd love to share that with the world. We have that petition. Our goal is to go to the United Nations and ask them to help us um, support a world ceasefire during the caravan. And we know that if we can get people to, to sign that and we can bring it to the, the United Nations and we can get the world to give a ceasefire for two weeks, maybe we can get them to give it for another two weeks or maybe even two months so that we can actually show the world that, that they can come together and do something like that, not unheard of. And, and so going on and, and giving us your support, signing that petition, we're looking for a million signatures. We have a ways to go. So that's a fabulous way to get involved. Um, join us on live stream. We intend to, to stream the entire event. So, you know, when the time comes up, maybe you're traveling with family or visiting family, you know, turn us on, check us out, see what we're doing, you know, see the difference that we're making. Um, you can follow some of our youth ambassadors on their programs. Um, we have some great opportunities to help us out um, donation-wise. You can donate. Um, you can buy one of our, we have Shanti, our Peace Camel. Uh, she's a wonderful little stuffed toy. You can buy one of those, and, and that money goes back to the World Peace Caravan. 
Our final goal in this is to raise $5 million to give back to schools, orphanages, and health facilities that make a difference in children and families' lives. So the more support that we can get that way, the, the more that we can do. And really that's the goal behind this is that. So, go ahead. Susan, excuse me for interrupting you. What, what is the um, number of people that you see so we can all hold the vision with you for the how many people you want to actually go on this trip? We would, if, if we have our way, we'd like to see between 1,000 and 2,000 people travel with us. So we are going okay. to get that, you know, that, around that amount. Right now um, we have with our youth ambassadors and the people that have already signed up, we're looking at between 350 and 400 people from 18 different countries. So we've already got oh. a great start. Yep. That's awesome. Well, let's hold the number 2,000. I'd, I'd rather always aim high. We'll aim high. Right. <laughs> Why don't we hold the number 2,015? Love it. Even better. Even okay. better. So um, we, yep. we will hold that for you or uh, our, our listeners from all over the world are, are very positive and believe in positive affirmations and imagery and using the power of imagination. So we're going to hold that 2015 for 2015. So we'll, we'll hold that. that for you. And that's another way in a very dynamic way that we can support this cause for you. And what are some other ways that that people can do something right here and right now, short-term and long-term, towards, towards the peace movement? You know, I, I think the greatest thing, and something you and I talked about earlier, is that, is that finding something small within your own community. You know, check out the program that, the, um, that we have for the youth ambassadors. There's actually 12 workbooks that people can download. They're complimentary. It's what the youth ambassadors are following. And there are great readings in there. There's great quotes. It talks about the hero's journey and, and different things that people can do or are doing to get involved in world peace. So people can go and, and look at that and find something in their own space, in their own community that they can become involved in. You know, this is all about that ripple effect. Oh, that's really powerful. What an amazing uh, organization this is. And, and, and what's really funny is that when you talk about, you know, so I've been involved in the World Peace Caravan for just about two years. And um, when I first came on, we actually were going to do this back in April of 2014. That was the original date we had set. And when I came in, we ran into so many roadblocks to trying to get it to go. And so, when, um, when all of the issues through Syria came up, we made the decision that we would postpone it. Um, and we had to come up with a day that we were going to do that. And we, we thought about, you know, we went back to Gary and said, Gary, what was your original vision? And he said, you know, truly my original vision was December. And he said, everybody told me that was kind of a crazy time to do it. It's really off season. And they talked me into April because that was school vacation, and they thought that more families could travel. And, and he said, you know, we said, well, get, you know, Gary, maybe we need to go back to your original vision. Maybe we need to actually look at December. And so Gary's very spiritually involved. He contacted different spiritual people and, 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 you know, he knows around the world. And everybody said, Gary, you're right. December is the time. We looked at December 14 and December 15. They said December 14th is not the year. You need to do it in December 2015. Energetically, worldwide, movement-wide, you know, everything. You need to do it in December 2015. As soon as we made that decision, everything has flowed open. That is so is so powerful, isn't it? If we just if we listen 
and mm-hmm. and we allow the right timing to unfold and everything does fall in place. How would you say, Susan, um, being the the director of operations for this organization, how how do you feel it's it's changed you in in some way? I think for me, it's really opened up my life to the opportunities of tomorrow. You know, Mm. playing on such an international field and and being involved with so many people, I've learned so much more about how the world operates, how people operate, and how there is somewhat of a disconnect between what governments feel and what the people of those countries feel. Um, It's really really been very heartwarming and, and, and opening for me to have been a part of meeting so many people from around the world and seeing so much likeness, even though we're all so different. It's been tremendous. You know, we're often looking for a balance in our lives about how we participate in the world, being in the world and not of the world. And um, the element of that media only gives us such a small window of the world and usually more crisis and reactive management. Um, what would be your take on that in, in the level of work that you're doing for global peace? Um, are you, do you find that you need uh, to take a time out from listening to the bombardment of, of the tragedies in the world? Or are you able to multi-manage? Yeah, I'm, I'm able to multi-manage, and I think that for me, um, and again, the media does tend to cover only the bad things and not the good things or, or only shows one part of something. I think for me, that gives me the ability to talk to people and say, hey, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I've been there. I've been in that place. And, and you're only seeing a microcosm and not that we don't need to pay attention to it and that we don't need to, to work with it, but know that there's still a lot of good that goes on. You know, we've had many people say to us, you know, I'm really, you know, nervous about traveling to that part of the world or, you know, what I see on television. The areas that we're going to travel in, the people that you're going to meet, the places that you're going to see are so wonderful and, and such a, an important part of the culture of those parts of the world and a part of their economy that, that they really can't wait to welcome us to come. And if I can continue to voice that to people who say, I, you know, so many say, aren't you afraid to travel? No, because I know that those countries do a really good job at what they do in keeping people safe and in providing some really unique opportunities that I actually really enjoy traveling over there. I can't wait to go back. So it gives me that ability to be that voice. That's very powerful, and thank you for saying that. It's like I I live in a place that's been tagged as, you know, one of the places that that the hurricanes are always to come. And and though it's good to use common sense, I mean, it it's so rare uh, that we ever face anything of that of that magnitude, you know. And I think people get this perception of something uh, way too. Um, prematurely to it actually being reality. And I think what you're saying is very valuable, which is, is why I wanted to delve into it a bit, because the window of of the global world that, that you're talking about with the level of working with the countries is very different than often what we're seeing from a camera or or from one column of a newspaper. And you said something so important, and that's common sense. You know, Remember, you know, again, some people say, can I travel there? Remember, you're traveling to the Middle East. So their, their 
Um, everyday life is a little different than ours. So common sense. You go to the Middle East, you work with the Middle Eastern culture and how they keep their area secure. So knowing that when you go over there, you will go through security checks, that they do, you know, scan things when you go through certain buildings. Now, understanding that that's, that's how the world, part of the world operates, and they do it, and that's why it's so safe, because they have those things in place, they do it on a day-to-day basis, and they are just wonderful people looking to welcome you and, and show you what a, what a great opportunity this is to visit them. Well, I want to say, um, Susan, what a pleasure it's been for me to speak with you today and and your passion. I mean, nobody would have to highlight, oh, welcome, Susan Johnson. She has passion because you just wreak passion in the uh, <laughs> in the radio lines here. And um, what a joy of the fire um, and commitment that you have towards uh, people, our youth, um, and the world today coming together in, in a place of uh, a deeper harmony. And as you're saying, with the highlight being on what we have in common versus focusing on, on our differences. So thank you so much for for the energy, uh, for the commitment that you've made to the World Peace Caravan and uh, for inviting us into the world that you live in uh, so that you can broaden our horizons of what is possible. Thank you so much for being on our show. And everyone, please take the time to go to worldpeacecaravan.org. And thank you so much for being an intentional spirit. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you, Susan. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehays.org. Culture is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as modern popular culture transmitted via mass media and aimed particularly at younger people. But can it be meaningful, spiritual even? The hosts of Pop Conscious think it can be and that it can be fun to explore too. Malena Don and Stacy Macris Ross will be your amateur cultural anthropologists examining pop culture and spirituality every Monday at 2 p.m. Central on Pop Conscious on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Repeat the words, God is taking care of it, and it will become clear that you are the channel, and that God is the doer of good works through you. This meditative moment, adapted from Mary Cupferly's God Will See You Through, is brought to you by Unity.
Just like life, grief is a journey, not a destination. Whether it is loss of life, relationship, security, or simply the process of change, have you given yourself permission to begin your journey of grief? Have you yielded to the gift of grace? Join Reverend Chaz Wesley every Thursday at 5 p.m. Central on a virtual navigation from grief to grace and explore new horizons of empowerment, significance, and support only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You know the saying, a good deed is its own reward? Well, moving toward a plant-based diet and vegan lifestyle is one kind and compassionate act that isn't just its own reward. It will also reward you with vibrant health, boundless energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, and according to Yogi's and Unity's co-founder Charles Fillmore, even give a boost to your spiritual life. On Main Street Vegan, the radio program named for the popular book, Victoria Moran will make your move in a vegan direction easy, fun, affordable, and delicious. With enticing topics and entertaining guests every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Reverend Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio. of spiritually conscious living start now for a time-tested method to live with purpose and release your infinite potential tune in to the yoga hour living the eternal way with yogacharya ellen grace o'brien every thursday morning at 10 a.m central 8 a.m pacific only on unity online radio the voice of an awakening world I'm Liz Winter and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Mediumship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. 
Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.